Hello, you are welcome. I welcome you. I welcome you once again to Jalen Podcast. I'm so glad that you are here and always tuned in. And of course, it's another Friday. And of course, this Friday and every Friday, we talk about money and finances. And don't forget that I am still your host, Ijoma Lillian. Today, we are considering a very important topic. And I'm going to see you right on the other side as we move right away. Let's go there. Hello, you are so, so welcome back and I am glad to have you back again right on this side. And yes, today is another time and um, it promises to be amazing and of course as usual. So last week we began to talk about the supernatural and wealth. I began to explain to us the the connection between the supernatural and wealth you know as much as we want to deploy and employ all the strategies uh, we've learned over time all proven track records to the place of abundance and wealth we cannot forget we should not we will not forget the place of the supernatural from where all things consist and exist every other thing is superficial that is the source the truth is everything that we have visible and tangible on earth has a source okay it all came from somewhere it all originated somewhere it was all manufactured from somewhere so Wealth, money, and all that there is, abundance, prosperity, is God's idea. It is God's plan. It is what God wants. It is God's institution. It is God's intention for us. So there is no how we would want to venture into that area without recognizing the place of divinity the place of the supernatural so it is important that we balance our pursuit into the place of wealth and abundance as much as we read as much as we attend courses as much as we know uh, all that there is the when it comes to finances now there is also need for us to understand the place of the supernatural for a durable wealth the truth is okay so that's that that's a pre-introduction and i told us uh, last week that i'm going to talk more about the supernatural or i'm going to expand more on it okay yes so but while i was meditating on that something struck my heart something struck my mind and this is what god taught me over time when it comes to handling wealth and money the truth is that there is a big difference between wealth and money just like the topic of this episode says your heart and your money there is a hun- if i would say a 100% connection between your heart and your money 
Now, I want us to understand that money is powerful. Money is strong. Money is beautiful. Money can give life. Now, not life in the sense of giving you breath. Money answered all things. In the same vein, money can kill you. Money can destroy you. Money is also beautiful. As a matter of fact, money takes the form of its holder. If if anyone handles money, if I'm a righteous person and I am I'm holding money, the money in my hands becomes righteous. It will do righteous things. I think I said the last week. So your heart and your money, there is a connection. So while I was thinking of, uh, while I wanted to continue on the episode we started up last week, this struck my mind that we need to get this clear before we continue. We need to settle this before we forge ahead. If you have not handled your heart, Money can kill you. Money can destroy you. If you have not understood the importance of guarding your heart when it comes to handling real wealth, you might end up in disaster. And that's what necessitated this episode. Your heart and your money. I'm going to use two examples in this area spiritually of course from the scriptures the first person and the first example i want to use to illustrate this topic is the obvious person your mind would probably be telling you about one of the wealthiest man the earth has ever experienced had ever accommodated he handled wealth too. He handled immeasurable, unquantifiable wealth. And that man is King Solomon. I want us to take a brief analysis of his beginning. Solomon had a beautiful beginning. Solomon loved the Lord. That was what that was what we read in 1 Kings chapter 3. And of course, from this one to the fifth verse. Solomon loved the Lord so much that he could could do anything for the love he had for God. He practically demonstrated that love. In one day, Solomon slaughtered 1,000 bond offerings. In case you didn't understand what that means, he he single-handedly slaughtered 1,000 cows. Let me use that. Okay, so I want want you to understand the the numeric implication of what what 1,000 entails. Let's say 
10 cows. You know what it takes to kill 10 cows? Then you make it 20. You make it 30. You make it 40. You make it 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. That is just 100. One man slaughtered 100. As if it wasn't enough. Proceeded to 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 900, 1,000 one in one day. My goodness. Guess what? It moved God to give him a blank check. Guy, what do you want? Why are you doing this? Why are you? You, oh my goodness. It was, that sacrifice was extreme. It was a depth of love. It flowed from a point of love, dedication and service. Solomon loved the Lord and he offered a thousand bond offering. God gave him a blank check. What do you want? He was a wise man. He asked for the right thing. But guess what? God gave him extra. Gave him stupendous wealth. He handled stupendous fame money. That was in chapter 3. By the time we got to chapter 11, it was another story. What happened to this man that so loved the Lord? The Bible said his heart, as at this point, as at chapter 11, in the midst of all the wealth, his heart has been turned away from the Lord. Such a depth of love at the beginning. His heart has now been deviated from that dimension of love. What happened? What happened? His wives, the women he married, turned his heart away from God. His heart away from God. Do you know one of the things that contributed to that? Wealth fame, affluence, power, dominion. Those things are beautiful. They are the things I teach every day. But you've got to guard your heart. Your heart is the first thing you should handle before you start thinking of handling well. If you can't manage your heart well, money will kill you. I'm telling you. God cannot commit wealth into your hand when he has not dealt with your heart. God can't give you money if he can't take your heart. Before you pray to have and make wealth, master money. Somebody say master money. Be a master of money. First, conquer money. If not, it will kill you. It will so kill you. You think you have a good heart? You think you're humble? You think you're loyal? Wow. You think you love the Lord? Handle wealth first. Then we'll know. I know what I'm saying. 
God sat me down one day and told me that day I shed tears. Told me, your heart is more important to me than money in your hands. If I am 100% sure of your heart, I can give you any amount of money in your hand. But if God doesn't have your heart, He can't give into your hands. And when God wants to give you, He doesn't give you money, He gives you wealth. Your job can give you money. Your business can give you money. Your expertise and all the things you know, they can give you money. But if God wants to put things in your hands, he will give you durable wealth. And we have come in a dispensation, in a time that men are rising to handle that dimension. I'm saying this and I'm saying this. It's going to be an eruption on planet earth. You know, when God was talking about revealing his glory, the glory shall arise upon you. It's not a joke. It's going to come, especially in the area of finances. God is taking the earth in another dimension of evangelical outreach through wealth. The Bible said that through prosperity shall my kingdom spread abroad. God is intentional. So financial apostles are rising. But guess what, apostle? Your heart first. If not, it will kill you. So when I started up the world, the supernatural and well, God told me, what about the heart? It's not about having wealth. It's not about knowing the strategies to financial freedom. It's not about knowing all that there is to making, managing, multiplying and handling money. You can, you could, you could do all of that. But if money ends up killing and destroying you, what's the essence? You need to grow to handle money. Master it. Conquer it first. Then it will serve you durably. You can send money to any errand for you. But you should be a master first. Money is meant to be a servant. But on the other way, it's ended up mastering the masters. So you should be an authority when it comes to money master money and your heart must be in the right condition to handle durable wealth now the second illustration I want to give you is Gideon in Judges chapter 8 26 to 27 when Gideon defeated the Midianites He made away with the spoils of the media. The the Bible said in in the scripture, the weight of the gold, the earrings, it was weighing 43 pounds. Aside the royal ornament, the pendants, the chains, and all the gold. What did Gideon do with those treasures? That dimension of wealth. The scripture said he made an effort with it. But what happened afterwards? The Bible said that the Israelites, after a while, 
prostituted themselves by worshipping it. It became a trap for Gideon and his family. That's what the Bible said. The message version said Gideon and his family became seduced by it. They were seduced by that dimension of treasure. You don't know what you can do until power enters your hand. You don't know how much you love God until wealth enters your hand. You don't know how loyal or humble you are until you handle money. You've got to master it. You've got to take your heart on a journey. Take your heart on a journey. Pledge your allegiance for life. What I'm teaching you today is what God taught me personally. And guess what? That day, that particular day, I said, any money that would take my heart away from God, Father, don't give it to me. Any dimension of wealth that would question my integrity, that would take my place in you, let it not come my way. I don't want to tell you the other side of what I said. Because sometimes I can make some, some brutal declarations that when I finish, I'm not sitting down and say, okay, so exactly what did you just say? It was that brutal. I pledged my allegiance for life. Because I know. Because when you get to that point, the temptation will come. But when you remember your allegiance, when you remember it's a matter of life and death, that was how intentional I had to be when it comes to my heart and will. So have you handled your heart? Are you sure your heart can carry wealth? The wealth you are, you are looking for. Are you sure you have the capacity to accommodate it and still be this you? Money can't keep. As innocent as subtle as it is, it can destroy. In case you have any business with handling real money in this planet Earth, ask God to take your heart first. I'm speaking to kingdom generational leaders, men and women that will rise to take the spheres of the nations for God. In case you have any agenda for such, please, I want you to ask God to take your heart first. If not, you will be shocked at yourself. You will be shocked at yourself. And I know that you are in that journey. But before you enter that journey, submit your heart. It's more important to God than what he would want to give you. So that's where I'm going to wrap it up today. It's more like an admonition. And I know that this word is for somebody. And as you take heed to it, I'm going to see you on the durable side of kingdom wealth. God bless you. I'm going to see you again next week. Have a beautiful weekend. I love you. And I know you do love me too. Bye-bye.